Good morning, everybody, and welcome to a delayed version of the Skewed and Reviewed Skewedcast. I am Gareth, creator of Skewed and Reviewed. You can catch us online at sknr.net as we cover all things movies, games, television, travel, pop culture, and entertainment. You can also catch me each week on BGA Shea's Geek Nation. On KSWFM, we have a nice 30-minute segment on E3 2021 that will air tomorrow. And then go into syndication, we'll of course have the uh, simulcast on our page. Uh, we have Skewed and Reviewed the magazine. We are working on the June issue right now. And that will be out at the uh, next couple of weeks. And of course, you go to Pinal, P-I-N-A-L, central.com, keyword skewed, and you can see our reviews, 21 uh, markets, 12 newspapers, and uh Lots of good stuff there. So uh, this week was a bit unusual. We had E3 going on uh, during the week, and we are currently having a heat wave in Arizona, which for some people has caused some issues. And the main thing is it's just been utter chaos. Uh, Justin has been really busy. Michael has had a few projects come up. Uh, Joseph has had to travel out of town. And I thought about bringing in some of the other staff, but they weren't as up to speed on what we were going to talk about. And long story short, uh, we you know traditionally do this on Sunday. We looked at Monday, something came up. Tuesday, something came up. Uh, Wednesday, and so finally, I don't like to skip uh, a show even when we travel. As people know, we try to get it in. And so I just decided, even though we're going to be recording the next show on Sunday, I'm going to do a quick recap of things on my own and uh, bring you up to speed. So to start off, we're going to have a little bit of a discussion about some video games. going to go really quick, uh, but these are things you need to keep an eye out for. Uh, some current releases is Helleborn, which is available on the Xbox Series X and uh, S. Um, if you enjoy uh, helicopters, customization, combat, there is a lot of uh, variety to them. Uh, took a little bit to get used to the combat with it, but essentially you have large maps, you take a helicopter, pick the model you want, fly into an area, extract troops, that sort of thing. Uh, so if you're into that sort of thing, definitely a lot of fun. Another game that was rather fun, brought back uh, memories of the classic arcade uh, side-scrollers, was Kung Fu Jesus. Now at first I had a lot of problems with this because uh, playing it on a PC, it wanted uh, a controller. It was not going to work with the mouse and the keyboard for me. Uh, once they patched it up, it worked very well. Uh, if you're into kind of a psychedelic kung fu action game, that's definitely one to check out. Uh, another one that I played uh, extensively was Necromunda Hired Gun. It's another game in the Warhammer universe, and sadly for me, this was kind of disappointing. I like the idea of being essentially a bounty hunter. I like the grimy underworld that they had it set in. It just didn't click for me. There were a lot of bugs to it. Um, there was some issues like with the dialogue tree, having to constantly hit things to skip past dialogue you didn't care about. But there is a germ of a good game in there, so hopefully they'll keep patching it. Little things like having a, a dog companion that you could use to attack people. Uh, just very laggy, even on a 3070 um, graphics card with an i7 processor, and 32 megs of, um, I say megs, 32 RAM, um, just really ugh, didn't work for me. Uh, another game that just came out that I thought was really fun, if you like some of the old Metal Gear games, is called Unmetal, and it's a 
pixelated throwback where you play a character who has to escape and uh, it's done through his narration of being captured and he's essentially telling his story while being debriefed and you have to gather items and combine them and that sort of thing but what I found really funny was it had a very irreverent and modern sense of humor to it with the retro gameplay so you may want to check that out one that also came out that was a real surprise to me is called Lumber Hill and it allows up to four players to play and essentially you're a lumberjack and you run around and you knock down trees and take them over to the mill you gather up sheep put them in the pen put out forest fires by going to the well and things like that and I've got to say it was a lot of fun and I actually had the Monty Python song in my head the lumberjack song going while I was playing that and uh, two more to finish out really quick are Manifold Garden, which is a puzzle game for the PS5. So if you kind of like those psychedelic puzzle games, uh, that's definitely one you're going to want to check out. And of course, uh, the last thing we have is ShapeZ.io. It's a puzzle game available for Steam. So if you are in the mood for that sort of thing, check them out. So switching over to E3, uh, since the bulk of the show... Uh, that we're doing for radio is covering the games of E3, that sort of thing. I think we're going to lay off that. I think it's been covered very heavily. And like I said, we have had extensive coverage on the site. We're having coverage for the radio. So no point in double dipping. But some of the things I did want to mention were things like, for example, Otterbox has a brand new charging solution, which is quite good. It runs $59.99. And essentially what you do is you take out your Xbox uh, battery cover case, and you put in this cage, it has a little battery backup you put to the side, and it has two charging cells. Now, the advantage to this is they have LED indicators that let you know exactly what your charge level is. And then when you're ready to swap the battery, uh, you don't have to kind of dig it out and pop the new one in. You can just hit a button, slide it out, and then slide the other one in. It does increase the profile a little bit, so it's not as flush on the underside, but it is very nice to have and it has been very convenient very durable and i've enjoyed it uh, so far uh, quite a bit over having to swap out the rechargeable batteries not knowing what my uh, charge level was so on and so forth so that was definitely something to check out we have a few things coming out as well that we're looking forward to uh, covering for you we have some things under embargo there uh, we just put out our review the embargo lifted for luca uh, we have some theatrical movie screenings next week. So we'll get to all that as time allows. As I said, this was a quicker show today. But I definitely wanted to talk about Motherland Fort Salem. So uh, for those of you who have not had a chance to check it out, it is on the Freeform Network. And it is a... Um, that's a good way to put it. To say it's a young adult show would not do it justice. It's essentially about a world where witchcraft does indeed exist and is a regular part of the world. And there are special units of witches who essentially work with the government to protect uh, the U.S. and other nations that are involved against various threats. So we had a chance to have a look at the first two episodes of season two. And they're getting ready to um, drop. As I said, they're going to be premiering on uh, June 22nd at 10 p.m. If you don't have Freeform directly, you can catch it the next day 
on Hulu. Uh, the first two episodes we, we saw were called Of the Blood and Abomination. So essentially, uh, the first episode picks up after the events of season one, and you learn about the Camarilla, you discover that there are some new witches uh, that essentially help the complicated situation because a returning ancient threat returns so i guess that's the best way to put it it's difficult to try to tell you it without giving away too much because we want to avoid spoilers the real thing for me that really starts to twist is the second episode because the heroes of the show go off to war college they get introduced to their coven and then you start to find deeper things about um the characters and their relationship with each other as well as their mentors. Tally gets to mentor a new recruit who has a very interesting connection. She's essentially a uh, late blooming witch or a witch who did not know she was a witch and she has some very deep political connections and so she is going to be a character to watch and to see how that develops. I'm really interested to see how the season goes. It looks like it is going to be darker than um, the first season, which was pretty dark in part, so that'll be something really, really interesting. So really quick, I just wanted to recap a few things uh, to look forward to on the E3 coverage uh, tomorrow for radio. Obviously, we're going to highlight some of our favorite games, no particular order, but really curious about Starfield, really curious to see more about Back for Blood. We played the early access. We'll be going into the beta Really curious to see more about Far Cry 6. Really interested in the new Resident... Um, did I say Resident? Uh, loosened it today, early morning. The new Rainbow Six Extraction and so many other games down the line. So a lot of stuff to look forward there. Uh, we are already uh, preparing for PAX East Online, which will be in July. We have Comic-Con Online coming up. I... Uh, waiting for them to make the official announcement, but it's already been confirmed that I've got a couple of speaking engagements at uh, some in-person conventions returning. Really excited about that. We're planning some travel. We have some theme park coverage coming up sooner than we expected. Uh, so really, really happy about that and a lot of great stuff ahead. So um, next week we will have our... Um, What's well, a good way to put it? Well, I can tell you this. We're going to be covering Fast and Furious 9, so we'll have the review up as soon as the embargo lifts, and a lot more to come. So for now, folks, take care, and we will talk to you as soon as we can. Be back on Sunday with the full crew. Stay safe. Be well.